I think that I don't know you at all, but like I think that I know you. You don't, you know me more than not at all. <laughs> so I know you because you worked out with you were one of the first hardcore female athletes that I ever met and you worked out at Valley yep. CrossFit yeah. with Kristen Clever. Yep. And Rebecca Voigt. Mm-hmm. And there was a newcomer. Up and comer, Lindsay Valenzuela. Lindsay Valenzuela. At the time, Lindsay Benson, yep. <laughs> oh, she had a different last name then, too. Yeah. Okay. Her new one's good. Some women have to, like, downgrade to a shittier yeah, name. Right. Valenzuela's a nice name. Yeah, I know. It's, it's got awesome. a nice ring. <laughs> wow. And, and what is your last name? Uh, Hogan, but I recently got married to Jesse Burdick, so I'm in the name change process, but... And, and you have a pretty... You have a good name. Hogan's a good name. Yeah, that's why I, I don't want to get rid of it. <laughs> I have nothing, nothing wrong with his name, but I'm attached to it. And how old, how old were you back then? Oh, man. Uh, that was 2008, 2009? Yeah, 2008 was when I started, and I was 25. Yeah. And how, and how did that start? How, how did you end up in Valley CrossFit? Uh, I had never even heard of CrossFit, and actually one of the guys that trained at Valley, he's actually was a three or four years in a row master's athlete once master's became a thing. Um, he lived in the same apartment complex as me, and he saw me you know, taking my garbage out and start, struck up a conversation about how this thing called CrossFit super cool and handed me one of the Valley CrossFit flyers just, you know, as he's not like a coach there or anything. And um, I looked at it like, what I've never heard how have I never heard of this you know mm-hmm. had been in the training industry as a personal trainer and I was just living in LA by myself at the time and had no clue what this was so I immediately went and searched it searched the blog of Valley CrossFit and that's where I first saw Becca Kristen what Chris was not there yet uh, obviously Lindsay wasn't either but I, I saw Becca and I was like who is this girl and tons of other videos and pictures that the uh, owner Mike Latch had put up and that's where I first found like this looks cool. And you just yeah. jumped in with both feet? Almost. I was actually training for a marathon at the time. So cool. um, my dad was programming for me for that, all my training and getting my mileage up. And it was like, it was two weeks out and I had just heard of this. And I'm like, dad, you got to go on this website. Check it out. Now go on this one, CrossFit.com. Check it out. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, he's always been someone that I admire and looked up to for training. And so we both were like, this looks so cool. And then he's like, I feel like if you try it, you know, we're seeing videos of like, you know, EC and some of the other like badass ladies like tearing their hands open and being like, oh, pull ups. And, <laughs> and so he's like, I feel like we should get through the marathon first. So <laughs> I, I basically was on the blog every night stalking Becca <laughs> among mm. watching old videos of, you know, Nicole and Annie and all these of these girls. And um, basically was sitting on this idea of CrossFit for two weeks, got through my marathon. My dad's like, maybe recover a couple of days before you try it out. I was like, yeah, you're probably right. And I couldn't. I was so excited. I went in barely able to, like, walk down the stairs in my apartment complex, and I tried CrossFit, and it was just, yeah, I never looked back. Do you know Matt? Know him? Like, I mean, you know Matt? Eric? Yeah. He's in, this is Matt Bischel. Matt Bischel, Katie Hogan. Yes, yes. Nice to meet you again. Nice to meet you. Do you know Eric? Savon. Yes, we were just filmed downstairs for, like, two hours. You guys were having lunch together? Yeah. When I look at you... Uh, and, and I hear you talk right now. I'm going to guess, and Matt's going to guess too. Okay. Before you tell us, I'm going to guess in high school you played volleyball. Yes. Oh. How, come you, how come you get to go first? Yeah. I don't know, but she wasn't supposed to say yes. What oh. would you have guessed? Well, I mean, given the information that we have, I would have said cross country. Okay. I, was, I played more than just volleyball, so you guys can keep guessing. Oh, uh, water polo. <laughs> no. Softball. 
dude, come yeah. on. Do you oh, want sorry, me to be saying yes sorry, or no? Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. So the first one I got right, and then I was just swing, yeah. swinging into the oh, air. Okay, okay, go ahead. Uh, basketball. I was horrible at basketball. Over two. I picked, um, I don't know why I picked volleyball, but. You probably won't guess this one. This is pretty obscure. I think of it as obscure. Uh, Badminton? Javelin. Yeah. Yeah. Ah! yeah. Javelin ah! was college. Later. See you guys. I was, a, I was, there was no javelin in high school. Shot put. Shot put. So I threw shot put in high yeah. school and um, I was a, I was really good at it, which was weird because I hated it. I the shot it put stupid. or the javelin? So there was no javelin in high school. Mm-hmm. So I threw shot put and discus and then I uh, played volleyball in college and my, uh, after volleyball was over, um, track is a spring sport. Volleyball ended in the fall and they were like, come through, right, throw, yeah. throw for your senior year. It's like, okay. So it's shot put, and then they were like, do you want to just, do you want to try javelin? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. So I would just started. Yeah, I, re- I remember when I was in high school, there was a, gr- a girl who was a really good thrower, okay. and there wasn't javelin until like the playoff, like CIF playoffs. Okay. And then they like had a javelin in the shed. They were like, yep. you might as well give it a shot because yeah. you can do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you um, who need an intro, um, the two of you that, DM Tommy Marquez <laughs> agreeing with him. And I know there's only two of you fucking idiots. <laughs> Over is, under uh, one and a half. Is, uh, uh, we have Katie Hogan here. She played volleyball in high school and she threw the shot put, <laughs> which is, um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it's a sport that doesn't believe in quarter extremity because you never actually ah. get to snap your wrist. Um, oh. I'm guessing that Jason Cleveland Spieler did shot put too, being by looking you at their softball, do. looking at their softball throw in 2000. You snap your wrist in a different way. 2010. Um, I also have Matt Bischel here who's laughing at all my jokes. I love them. They're actually funny today. That's good. And I have uh, Eric uh, Maciel here um, who's going to Japan for a month, which irritates me to fucking no end. Sayonara. um, Because I love him so much. I wish my wife would go away for a month before you. And and, and I don't want her to go away, just so you know, I need her. No, absolutely not. Yeah, my wife's amazing. but, But fuck Eric. A month. Oh, uh, I, I. What I'm really concerned is he's gonna meet like a nice Japanese woman, a and, Japanese yeah. version of you, and he's gonna start doing this over yeah. there. Oh God! <laughs> start up his own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he might not come back. I'm gonna enjoy these moments like they're the um, last. Katie's, um, in in my mind, her claim to fame was uh, in the early years was that she was part of these four women who were sort of um, the the second. This, this, the second group of really hardcore female CrossFit athletes after Eva, uh, Nicole, and Annie. And then you guys came along and you guys sort of took this thing to the next level and really were getting into the games and like pursuing it as a career. Yeah, uh, it's pretty cool, but yeah. And of those, of those girls, you stopped competing at the highest level first. Yeah. Then Kristen. Mm-hmm. And... Um, we're not really sure what Becca and Lindsay are doing. Well, Lindsay took a small break for right. have a baby, and right. then it seems like she's yeah definitely getting back in the mix. They're going then, to yeah. war. They're, and they're... I can I can tell you one hundred percent that Becca is still in the mix. Okay. Mm-hmm. What, what was so? So you get into CrossFit, mm-hmm. you jump in with um, both feet for sure. Um, and and two things develop there. One, you want to pursue it as at its highest level, and uh, not only as an athlete but as a trainer. Mm-hmm. So let's start with the training. How, yeah. how, how did it, wh- wh- when did you think, okay, I can actually, I'm, I'm going to be a trainer at this also? That actually was second. I mean, the first thing, I just started doing it to stay in shape. I really liked it. I thought it was fun. Um, I still had a full-time desk job, and <laughs> that's what was paying the bills. And um, Doing what? 
I was actually a production assistant at a company down in, I, w I was living in LA in Studio City, and they did all the finishing for movie posters. So like mm. main client was Disney, Paramount, Fox, and so I worked alongside the all those Photoshop wizards. That street that you trained on when Valley Crossroads was, was kind of like the, the porn street. Yes, we filmed that. I, I didn't street? know yeah. that at the time, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> I and that was the second Valley location, but yes, it was like a porn hub and we would get mail there that was like, my subscription ended. <laughs> Like, oh, my God. <laughs> you, that wasn't the kind of industry you were in, though. No porn. No, it was, like, literally the movie posters for Disney. Yeah, so like, uh, like the, all the, the finishing the artists okay. would be putting together. Like, all those, all the one-offs that you see when you go to the movies or all mm -hmm. the billboards, for that matter. We did all of that. I was parked so. outside of Valley Cross at one time, and there was a gate, and a gate opened, and um, cars started pulling up, and one by one, women started coming out and getting in the cars, and I guess the shoot was over, or they were going through But it was, like, became very clear yes. to me that this was a like a porn lot yeah van Nuys wow. is, is pretty much known for that yeah did, is, is it still like that or did that condom law kind of fuck that up you know i actually don't know do you I know about the condom law since 2012 i think <laughs> that, that you have to yeah yes. use a condom yeah. in california right yeah, that's what i heard yeah. and then that got you read the paper like me I don't read the paper, but I think I remember <laughs> that. I think I actually remember seeing that like as a law to be voted upon or something like close yeah. to it, right? I they, never, worded, they worded it carefully, but. I never see condoms being used in porn. No, <laughs> they must not be filming in California. Yeah, do you ever see condoms in porn? Yeah. No, I don't know. Kind of catch me off guard here. I feel like that. He's <laughs> like, there's not a good way to answer this. You're like, if I say yes. <laughs> I'm incriminated. Yes. <laughs> like, whatever you say, you're incriminated. <laughs> So you're at the gym for one year, two years, three years. How long before you realize you want to start? You want to start doing some coaching? Yeah, I got my level one August of '09, so that was over a year, um, and I already jumped into the re first ever regionals and even fell into the games before I even pursued coaching. So you got your L1 in 09, mm -hmm. and you didn't get it to become a coach? N well, yes and no. I, I intended completely I would still keep my job. I didn't intend on coaching full-time. So Becca Voigt at the time was coaching, I think, one night a week and then uh, one or maybe only one weekend class on a Saturday. And so she's like, you can help me out on the Saturday class. She also had a desk job. She was working, I think, for Bank of America. You know, we all just oh, were paying the bills. That's where and I bank. Yeah, that's where I bank too, right? <laughs> Matt, Matt. Oh. Uh, no, I'm credit union guy. Yeah, see, I don't know of any Damn. famous CrossFitters that work at the credit, credit union. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Orange County Teachers Federal Credit Union. Oh, you're riding off your parents' shit. Yeah, still am. Nice. Do you have your own health insurance? I think so. Yeah, through work, yes. I'm just a millennial they, living that life. Seriously, I think so. <laughs> what kind of answer is that? I have such a det I detest any sort oh of insurance, but that's the topic for He doesn't day. even yeah. have kids yet. I was going to say, I hate yeah, it I too, a, but I'm looking at it right now because I have to enroll for my kids and yeah, my yeah. husband all together on one. I have a cat. I can't believe you have kids. Know. I can't wait well, to get into that. Yeah, they're not, but yeah. yeah. So... So you take your L1, yeah. um, you do it because you know you wanna do some coaching. Yeah. Now, in hindsight, I always find that amazing because I didn't take my L1 to coach. Right. I took my L1. Just for the knowledge. Yeah, of and I thought, I thought that's why most people did it. And but I, I think at the time that's really what it was. It was like a rite of passage, myself and another one of the girls that was, uh, again, the Valley girls expanded so much beyond just the four that made it to the games, you know. And, like who? And, well, they're all the, the names that are dear to my heart, you know, Trix, okay. Trixie Aria and Bonnie Weinberger and Lisa okay. Ryan. These are all ladies that competed at the regional level. 
Uh-huh. And um, so if, if you had to put a name on it, they would tease that they were like the B squad, right? Uh, I don't think that's teasing. They and were then, the B or C no, squad. Well, then we, had a C, <laughs> then, we had, then we had the C squad that would be the team, the people that were on the team. Because we had the individuals that made it the games. We had the individuals that competed at regionals. And then we had the team. Oh, this team's even mm. below the people who right? don't make it to Which the games. Which is like unheard yeah. of nowadays. Yeah. And then like the team girls were like, sorry, we know you don't have a muscle up, but you have to be on the team because these seven girls are all going individual. So it was. Um, is the wow. distinction yeah. between the A, B, and C at least 50% of the time diet? Uh, no, not in this case. Okay. No, not at, not at that time. Okay. I think maybe you might be able to make that now. Yeah. Okay. Diet's yeah. huge, oh, right? Absolutely. I'm huge. willing to bet you were all pretty absolutely. dialed in as far as diet back then, right? Well, I think we've learned a lot since then. Each okay. of us. I think if you ask each of us individually, our diet has changed. I've tried, I feel like I've tried everything mm. and found what works for me in different training cycles. But, um, back then I, I can confirm that all of us had a focus on nutrition whether it was a lot more talk about paleo that was a big thing then um definitely different people experimenting with zone Mm. but not everyone at once so yeah it wasn't always Mm. that it was actually more like skill acquisition who's been doing it longer who had handstand push-ups and handstand walking and who didn't it's sort of what it was at that i mean they were talking 2011 you know it's a while ago so, so you're at the gym, you're training hard, you've taken your L1. I like the way you described it as a rite of passage. Yeah. Now we know everyone should take it, right? Totally, like, absolutely. Like, like, you're interested in CrossFit, get in there. Whether or not you want to be a coach or not. Absolutely. General understanding. It's, it's very, it just. Whether you even want to do CrossFit or not. It just go take the class and take that shit. It just the surface of yeah. coaching. So it's hard to consider it something that like, oh, well, this is, this is a coach's thing. Well, it, it, I feel like almost just starts getting into that. It's so much more just the, uh, the knowledge base it gives you. Um, on, on how to live your life. Absolutely. Yeah. And how to apply CrossFit to the whole of your lifestyle. Do you implement something from the L1 every day in the raising of your kids, you think? Oh, wow. <laughs> I feel like. Uh, I mean, I do. Yeah, I mean. How? What's an example? Of eating. Our kids eat for protein with every meal. I mean, mm. they they know it. I mean, to the point where if they go stay at my parents' house for breakfast, they know they want the waffles that are in the freezer drawer. But my parents hear the first thing out of the mouth that I'll, oh, I'll have eggs for my protein. They're yeah. like, I mean, and they did this back when they were, you know, five-year-olds. My parents were like, they're asking for their protein first. And they're like, <laughs> well, that they know that they first eat their protein and then, you yeah. know. From there, so. oh, one of the things I do, so like if Avi poops in, in the toilet, not in his pants, he yeah. gets a gummy. Oh, okay. And like if I give him a gummy, I usually will, I wait till that he gets that first gummy of the day and then I give him a fish oil, <laughs> right? Because yeah. I've learned through CrossFit that you want the kid to have fat when he has sugar. Yeah. And when the sugar doesn't have the fiber, Absolutely. the fat will kind of do that part of slowing down the absorption into the bloodstream. Satiating. Totally. Yeah. Does he chew on the so. fish oil? He, my, he just throws it in his mouth and awesome. bites it, and I hear it pop in his mouth. Oh, <laughs> Nordic, Nordic baby, That's Nordic. Awesome. Uh, so you're at the gym. You're working a desk job, um, doing posters for movies. Yep. You are uh, working out hardcore with these with these uh, ladies. Yeah. You've taken your L one. You're doing some coaching with uh, Becca Voigt. Yep. And what happens next? When do you when do you go to the games or go to the regionals? What's that look so, like? So yeah, that was around 2009. And did you ever go to the 10. games not as an athlete, as a spectator? I mean, before you went as an athlete? No. Okay. Yeah, 2008 games. I would. I was one 
month into CrossFit, okay. and I hadn't even met Becca in person. I was still only stalking her on the blog. I okay. went to the early morning classes. She went to the evening yeah. classes, and so I knew she was competing. A handful of other people from the gym were competing, and I happened to be visiting my parents back up in San Jose, and I was like, do I drive down there? I was so <laughs> nervous, so instead I just sat in front of the computer and watched any little update, or I would refresh the scoreboard. It was nothing like it is now, so all you people that used to the live stream, and oh, the live yeah. stream went down. It's like, I was refreshing a, like a Google spreadsheet or yeah, whatever or it like was Twitter. at the time. Yeah, it I was, remember the yeah. game was like, yeah, reported yeah, on so Twitter. Oh, eight, yep. it yep. was very yep. much, uh, yeah. So anyway, I, I was stalking all of them, and I didn't, I now, of course, in hindsight, I wish I was like, oh, I wish I just drove down there, but I didn't really know those, the, the Valley CrossFit athletes very well. I was still brand new to the gym. So that was my only exposure to the games prior to being in it. Um, but yes, regionals for 2009 and the games happened before my level one. And then 2010 um, for me was a little bit of a recovery from back injury kind of year. Don't quite know when it happened, but got a herniated disc and was getting a lot of back spasms and locking up. So I was not training nearly as hard as uh, Becca and Chris, who had basically become training partners and were doing, you know, everyone talked about how, you know, Kristen Clever was really a, a leg above everyone else. And so she Becca, was, she really was. And she Becca was. being as smart as she is decided, well, I'm just going to do whatever she does. Was, hmm. was, was Kristen feeling a lot of pressure back then when she was much quieter, I think, than she is now. Yeah. Um, she was very to herself. She totally. didn't show the leadership that she shows now. Totally. Um, but man, I was just thinking, man, was there a, a ton of pressure on her? I think, honestly, the pressure, and this is an outsider's perspective, but I consider her a close friend, but I think the pressure wasn't maybe as much there until after she won. Right. I think it was really right. fun That's up until what I mean. 2010. That's what I mean. Sorry, yes. Right? It was yes. really fun up until 2010, and then she won. And then it was like, all, you know, all the, the demands went up. The you expectations. Know, now, yeah, there. and honestly, along with that, and I can, I can at least give my own experience on this rather than trying to interpret what happened with her, but then the sponsors come in and now the pressure is up even mm -hmm. more. At least for me, it felt that way. It okay. wasn't as fun anymore when now it was like, well, you know, you're, you're being represented and you're being paid for that and you need to right step up. Perform, so yeah. I don't know exactly if that directly affected her, but I do think some of the, some of the fun so you might get have a, got sucked out of it. So you get a sponsor and you're like, yeah. 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 And then all of a sudden oh. you're just like, oh shit. Yep. Yeah. It's, for um, me, at, at least put up was or a, shut up. Yeah. It was really scary, hmm. but, um, the the transit the year she won what year two thousand ten yeah the level I mean you could almost say this for a lot of years but the level change between two thousand and ten and eleven was insane yeah it mm -hmm. well there was that exponential growth I feel like that we would see from nine to ten was insane right mm -hmm. ten to eleven et cetera and right. you know not that it has evened off at all but now the growth we're seeing we're almost expecting it we're kind right of, I think the games programming the, shows that they're predicting it in how they program the op the size of the open is. Oh yeah, is kind is unbelievable. Right. Yeah. But we're not seeing things maybe double and triple the way they were, but it's the growth is still there. Yeah, I want to say last year we put there was the games put on seventy thousand people in the open. I want to say it went from like two forty yeah. to three ten. Yeah. Yeah. So crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. And and the year she won, um, it was Kristen and Graham Holmberg who mm -hmm. won. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, her and Graham sort of had the same fate. Yeah, because the, oh, the they were both still am amazing athletes. N not taking anything, yeah. but what happened after that? That next level, these, this group that came in, and, and that's I when you start to see sort of that those legacies starting to be established. And well, no one will ever beat 
this person or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and then Annie and Rich won, mm-hmm. and they both won like two years in a row yeah. or something? Yeah. 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 And so I'm guessing a lot of that was time commitment. I'm guessing that they put in more time than Graham and Kristen, not necessarily they yeah. were better. Well, yeah, and I think... I mean, or skill I, acquisition, I is that the word grand. you used? Yeah. Maybe. It was I a don't skill know. acquisition I feel thing. like Kristen Clever was heads and tails above everyone with her skill yeah. acquisition. Gymnastics are off the charts. Right? Yeah. yeah, and I think a lot of it for her... Um, you know, she was already at such a high training volume compared to the rest of the group. Um, I don't know that maybe she was ready or her body was able to handle now taking that an, an, another notch higher, right. having already sustained that for the pe- previous two years. Right. Because through 2009 and 2010, she was, I mean, I, again, I don't want to make stuff up, but from what I remember, she was getting up, running five miles in the morning, mm. training, 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 lunch, train, train, train. Wow. Right. I mean, wow. she was already okay. doing the kind of things that okay. Rich did does uh, again not to draw too much of a parallel and so then to to be at that level and then be like okay but now you have to go do more right mm-hmm. it's like well i've been already doing this so right. um yes, and i lot. do know that she, again to speak on that she's also had to battle certain injuries and um really she's good at working too, right? around it but yeah she's had yeah different joints that would bug and she'd have to work around that or um is she she's probably the smallest female who's ever won the crossfit games uh, I, I would maybe Jolie, but that was back in the day. The but very yeah, first they're pretty one, yeah. Similar. Well, she's definitely shorter than Jolie. Uh, exactly. Right. But weight might be similar. But she's still small. Yeah. Right. Chris? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So you're you're at the gym, and 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 how does it take? How does how does the L one pop into your life? How do how do you think? Oh, I want to be a CrossFit trainer at the highest level. Oh my gosh! Like working for the level one staff, that was. I remember sitting at my level one and, and turning to my friend Bonnie and just being like, these guys are amazing. Like, how do they do this? And mm-hmm. um, and watching them at just like without my jaw dropping <laughs> was just like near impossible. I was at the end of the weekend, I was starstruck and I was inspired. And so there was a little part of my heart that was just like, well, this would be the coolest job in the world. But I didn't have it in me to say like, I want this job because I hadn't even ever coached a class mm-hmm. I, as I personal training in my background meant one-on-one. I'd never spoken in front of a group. That The fact that they stood up and gave lectures was like, how are they like mm-hmm. so composed and articulate confident. and confident mm-hmm. and, and, and inf- informative. I mean, just the fact that they were able to relay all this content to me and not sound, you know, condescending or it would, you know, they made it accessible. Yeah, very welcoming. Yeah, mm-hmm. so anyway, I didn't have that thought of like, well, maybe one day I was more of like, this would be the best job in the world. These guys are so lucky. Like I was just totally dumbfounded. Yep. Um, and it wasn't until looking to pursue the level two that I started thinking, could could this maybe be in in the realm of possibility for me? Um, so prior to the level two, which I took, I want to say it was February of 2011. I think that would be right. So I had all of the coaching of 2010. I started to pick up speed with that. It was in October of 2010 that I quit my desk job so I could pursue coaching full time. Was that scary? Super scary. Yeah, yeah. I, bet. I bet. It was. And you know what I just told myself? And, and Were you the, living at home? No, I was living on my own studio in LA. I was about to move in with Becca. We were going to split an apartment. Um, so this idol of yours has sort of become your friend now. Oh, she, yeah. She yeah. quickly went from person I didn't know and I idolized to, well, you should train with us. And, and, you know, then the weekend training 
Because again, I worked out in the morning, she worked out at night, but it was those Saturday and Sunday sessions where it was just all the girls would kind of huddle together and what do you need? All right, you're gonna modify it this way. What do you need? Yeah, this, that. And we all kind of collaborated on it. She was definitely at the helm. And then um, again, I would start to kind of coach under her guidance. You know, why don't you teach the pull-up today? I'll go teach the squat and then we'll bring them all in the middle for the workout. And so she definitely helped bring me along as a coach. And I started to see this is a possibility. You know, I know I know how to make a living as a personal trainer. Uh, the job I was at was arguably causing me physical damage because of the stress in the you know in the advertising industry as we were and the, the hours and everything. So, so, so when you were you were a trainer before you were a CrossFit trainer, uh -huh. and you must have had to go through some certification. Yes. And was it when you when you took your L one? Were you like, did you think back? Oh yeah. Of what your previous well, education was and training, and were you like quite what different? The? Yeah. I mean, I was uh, credited through the ACSM, and mm -hmm. the, what that meant is I studied all the books and I went to the you know testing center and passed the test. Mm. That's all that meant. So obviously, the level one. There's no movement in their training. No, none at all. There and was it, arguably. I mean, I go thinking back to that test. That was like back in like 2006. So it's hard to even remember. But the test itself didn't have any references to movement it probably had some things on anatomy but not like anything that's usable it's <laughs> right it's crazy and people yeah. people openly blast the l1 about how it's like oh you just you just take a weekend class mm -hmm. weekend course and pass a test and then you're good to go and it's like well what's is who's doing more right you know i even remember at the time taking or reading some of the books and being like really I don't know why that doesn't sit right with me. Oh, well. Oh, you mean, you mean the previous test, not the CrossFit not test? The, no, we'll see. When I took the level one, there was no test. So, yeah, I, when That's I was right. going through the ACSM studying for the exam, it was like reading books that now I've, I've since looked back on when I went Like to, don't squat below parallel? Did they have shit like that? parallel. Crazy. Insane. Be careful of those avocados. They're high in fat, guys. <laughs> watch out for those. <laughs> really got to watch the avocados. Oh, but make sure... You know, after a workout, you're you're gonna really need to replenish your sugar stores. So a good idea would be to reach for a cookie, <laughs> a cracker, or even a soda. Word for word. Insane. In the personal training <laughs> guidebook, it's like this giant textbook. Uh. I've like take, I've since like taken a snapshot of it before. I can't remember if I ended up posting it on social media uh. or not. But I was like, it's telling me to eat a cookie <laughs> or drink a soda. You know, because your carbs are low. You gotta really yeah naturally up your sugars. So I was like. Wow, and even stuff like that. Ladies and gentlemen, there is never a time to pick up a soda ever in your life unless the gunman tells you it to. Was, it's bizarre <laughs> to read it because because at the time, I had no thought in my head that like this is essentially propaganda, right? Because there isn't Absolutely. literally a little Coca-Cola Circle for C or anything. It just says, here's some things that you might want to check off your list as your post-workout. And you're like, wait, what? Tell me to do that. We have a uh, Matt and I have a buddy who voted for Trump, and he met a woman who said that basically, you know, she won't bang him unless he wears a Hillary Clinton shirt. <laughs> and so he wore yeah. a Hillary Clinton shirt, and they're good to go. Okay. I <laughs> I wonder if he drink a coke. Oh for her. wow! While wearing the Hillary shirt, or just drink <laughs> sure, <a> sure. <laughs> We gotta, we're going to test him on that. I mean, there's, every man has Maybe that's line. where he has his line. Yeah, you've got to draw your line somewhere. 
I fully understand the Hillary shirt. I, I don't dog him at all for that. Whatever you got to do to uh, keep the species He's going, be like, the life. Too far, man. You went too far with that. But the co- oh, there he is. There's my buddy right there. Yep. There's my buddy right there. Oh, that guy right there. Oh, oh I recently got to spend some time with him. Yeah. So, so today you were, um, t- today you were in the studio gym. Yeah. Um, running. Uh, Gary Roberts mm-hmm. through a series of the the nine foundational movements. Yeah, we went through all of them. And we're going to be using those to show because a lot of times we you know we've been using um, Julie Fouché and James Hobart. Right. And you know they're some of the greatest movers in the world. Absolutely. <laughs> and so we're going to you went through Gary Roberts and I think we're going to run those in January and I'm super oh, excited. Cool. And then tomorrow you're going to do. I think it's Judy. Judy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. nice. Yeah. And okay. we're we're still determining if we're going to again similar foundational movements or maybe. Uh, maybe branch out a little bit. We'll see. How did it yeah. go down there, the filming? I thought it went really well. I mean, uh, I, I didn't really get much of the playbacks, but in terms of coaching, I felt it was really fun. Um, obviously, it's something I enjoy and I'm, uh, you know, get excited about, but there were <laughs> actual moments where, you know, the movement would improve and I'd be like, yes. Perfect. And uh, I'm like, wow, I really hope he's not just pretending to be on camera, <laughs> you know, but at the end we would chat. It's a good question. Like, it's a good question. Right? I was like, <laughs> wait a second. You guys... But what? no, he even said like, oh, I never thought of this this way or wow, that, you know, and just kind of you go through the motions. He he, he can move fine, right? Like we could, he's, he moves, movement is passable. He knows how to do these nine movements. So while I'm teaching him them, um, I know this. I know that he's done these before. I'm not literally introducing them to him for the first time. But I'm like, what can I bring? What can I what can I do to make him better? So that he actually is that a mantra of yours as a coach? What can I do yeah. to make this person better? Yes, I mean to like to and to what degree? Yeah, if I've got someone that is brand new, I would think that the um, the amount of improvement is going to be, you know, their learning curve is going to be a lot more steep than say someone who's been doing this a long time. But I should still be able to bring something, you know, bring something to the. Can table. you teach mm-hmm. anyone to squat? guess is this like a challenge no no i mean i I want i would i would hope so i've i've yet to run into the person where it's physically not going to happen i mean i'm sure you're going to have people with actual physical limitations Mm -hmm. but um like you're missing a leg right right yeah exactly but i'm talking about someone who's even just like i i climb up the stairs and i have to use the hand railing and um when i put on my shoes it's like you know a 15 minute ordeal right can you teach someone like that how to squat i think you can i think you have to be flexible about what your end goal is for that day and then you have to think about what's the timeline that i have but if i really just have 15 minutes downstairs you know i'm we're gonna lower this person to a, a target a high box and we're gonna maybe have them either holding my hands or an object to stand up and can that be just, is that okay? Can that be okay? I think it can. And can the degree of improvement be that they felt um, balanced in doing that motion or that they um, you know, were able to keep their eyes on the horizon and not look at their feet while they're doing it? And I think that's okay. Did you see the movie um, Will of Steel, the Kevin Ogar movie? I haven't got to see it. So, no. And he's going to probably text me if he sees this. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> you still haven't seen it? Thanks a lot. <laughs> we have received more feedback about that film oh, as awesome. a peek into the L1 than we have as a regarding 
um, Kevin's the journey. The content it was yeah, actually about, yeah. really. You know, it's 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 a, it's yeah. a fabulous story about Kevin's journey Abs- exactly. um, through recovery. And but 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 we've gotten so much feedback with oh my god, getting on the L one team. I was saying because it was a lot about so his, his um, internship process, right? Yes. And mm-hmm. prior to him being on staff. Oh wow! Everyone's like. We knew it was hard. We didn't know it was that hard. We right. knew the team was good. We didn't know they were that good. Oh, I mean, it's, it's so like cool. giving you some um, insight. And um, Dave and Nicole gave us great access. Yeah, um, true. Let's go back to that story. So yeah. so you start thinking, okay, you, you take your level two, and you're uh-huh. like, I can do this. How do you get the... How do you even get your foot in the door? Because when I look at um, getting on the L1 team, it's like, you know, like you hear about those bars in New York City where you can't see the door? Yeah. If you don't know, you don't know. Yeah, Yeah. there's no (laughs) name. There's no no, handle. There's no way to get on the L1 team. There's no um, job posting on .com. There's no. so true. Yeah. Yeah. And and to my knowledge, I don't know that there was, at least when I was... There isn't. Okay, there, there wasn't isn't. back in the day. I either, work right? here and I don't yeah. know. I, like, same here. I, yeah. I have no idea. It's like that secret door. And like, how do you? How do you? <laughs> yeah. How do you get in there so they can tell you you suck and kick you out? This is funny. I was actually just talking about this this weekend. Uh, at because the most level people don't make it. Getting... It's right. Uh, yeah. Think, you know, I wonder I think what the numbers the movie, are. I think from the movie, it's like seven out of okay. ten or eight out of ten don't make it. Wow. So it's like you knock wow. on the door, you you find yeah. the door, you do the secret knock, and they're uh-huh. like. I get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? I mean, I think we try to be a little more careful than that. But no, yet no, I hear you. That seven out of ten is really interesting. Don't quote me on that, but 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 you can see the movie and they give you. I think they give you some some numbers, but it's bad. Yeah, it's not. It's not. not, This is very selective. It's very selective. Yes. Yep. Um. So what I uh, I guess you're on the team, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm on the team. Check. Okay. I'm still on the team. Now right. I'm, I'm flying out to Vancouver this weekend or New Westminster. So I'm, yeah, I'm on the team. Okay. Um, so I've got this level two in my sights with the thought of, okay, if I'm ever going to pursue being on staff, I know that I need the level two. Uh, Becca and Kristen had just taken it a few months prior and I'd, I'd heard a lot of great things. Um, and Becca and I, as co-coaches together, had been talking a lot about how we wanted to take uh, the level two test. And now this had just been taken away. Um, this was still before the level one. I think they were making the level one test. And so they took away the level two uh, that was a test and the level three that was a test. And we were like, oh, man, OK, as soon as those come back online, we want to go do those. So the coach's prep course didn't exist yet. And you were that close yeah, to right. taking it, and all of a sudden it's pulled off the website. Kind of. I wasn't that close because we, it was a test. So we're like, let's think about it. Let's put it on our radar. Let's study. Let's get out our level one guides okay. and practice. And then it gets taken offline. So then this coach's prep comes along. So Becca and Chris go and take it. And they came back. And they said it was awesome. So I was like, all right, great. I want to take it too. So I sign up for it. Why didn't you take it with them? Um, They, uh, being games athletes in 2010, they were given a – a ticket into it. Uh, <laughs> Castro was like, here. <laughs> so that's why. Uh, Becca's like, you should text him and ask if you can. I was like, no, no, no. I'm not going to ask. <laughs> you should definitely, everyone should text Dave right now. And ask him, DM him for a free. They're like, you should just ask. I was like, no, I'm not asking. You all, guys go. And at least came. all games athletes should DM Dave right now. Pretty for, much. Uh, yeah, pretty yeah, much. If yeah. you guys haven't been offered one, yeah. you know where you stand yeah. with him. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, so they went through it and loved it. So I was like, all right, I'm signing up for the coach's prep course. And then I basically had worked up the nerve that at the end of the weekend i am going to ask so 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 sorry i can't help but say this these are two people who've had significant 
who have a significant background in going to training certifications. Um, Becca's a, a, a yeah. great athlete who's yeah. done a lot of stuff. And Kristen has been to all, I mean, she, she's a body worker, right? Yes. So yeah. you know she's jumped through hoop after hoop yeah. after hoop. So for someone like her yeah. to go to something and yeah. then recommend it to you, it's like, it it's a no-brainer, cool. right? And mm. it was fun because she was, at the time, the best mover that we'd ever seen. And to hear that at the level two, they were even correcting Chris. We were like, what? How did they correct her? Oh, I think I, I, I might have been, I don't know if it was Spieler at hers. Spieler was at mine, but something like, oh, yeah, he like made her get lower in the squat and then like even better. This I was like, whoa, someone made Chris move better. She's already the best. So to know that she could get pushed to improve, right? Like, wow, these coaches must be really good. So I, my, my thought process was, yeah, no brainer. And, and, and at this point, I did have in my sights the hope of maybe I could one day be on staff. And I knew that this was Had you shared a that with anyone? That I wanted to be on staff? At the time, had yeah. I shared anyone? Had you shared that with that thought? Like think, you told Becca, ooh, I I'm going to. Becca and I had probably talked about it. Okay. I can't exactly remember, but at the, I mean, her, again, her and I were living together and best friends. So I, I'm sure I had alluded to it and her probably being like, yeah, that would be cool. But she was also at the time training a lot for CrossFit and I wasn't getting in as much training. I was still nursing an injury and kind of coming back from that. So I think that that may now looking back have been where our focuses started to shift. I still very much wanted to go to the games, but I obviously now had a little bit of this, wait a minute, what if I could also do that? And I think she maybe thought it, but then recognized that will deter from going to the games. Okay. Maybe that may have been something that happened. So I basically had worked up the nerve that I would ask the question at the level two privately, not in front of everybody. Um, what would it take to by level two? You mean day, the coaches sorry, prep course? Sorry, it was called the coaches yep, okay. prep course. Thank you. I'm showing off that I'm listening. Yeah, it was called the coaches so prep course at the time, and just see like what would it take to get on staff to do what you guys do. So um, I waited till the absolute end of the weekend, and I was. I talk about this with level two participants all the time. I was terrified all weekend. I was trying not to make a mistake like they all always do. And regardless of how you do, you're always given feedback. That's the design of the course is to be given uh, constructive criticism on how you coach. So mm -hmm. there's really no way to leave, uh, you know, escaping that. But um, I just remember being completely petrified. And then the weekend's over and I'm like, okay, you got to do it. You got to do it. You got to walk up there. So I went up to the Flowmasters, Lisa Ray. I was like, I have a question, and I really want to, yeah, I was trying to be super respectful. Ugh. I was like, I don't want to, uh, I just I got to come out and say it. And like, you didn't want to be presumptuous? Exactly. Okay. Mm -hmm. I was just like, what would it take for someone to maybe one day, like, I was just trying to, like, be super <laughs> hypothetical, like, well, to be on staff? What are the steps? Were you twirling your hair? Kind, probably. Hopefully <laughs> not. Hopefully I was composed. <laughs> what are you guys doing later? <laughs> God, it was, oh, who knows? Anyway, she said, well... It was an internship process, and, and actually, having watched you this weekend, we, we want to recommend you for that. And I was oh. like, really? And so, Are and, you and that, shitting me? No. And that is actually, <laughs> that is still, I mean, for a so while. So you, you're charming. You're charming. You're charming. I don't know. I mean, you're charming <laughs> as fuck as a person. Incredible. Like, I've always like, known you. You're charming as fuck. Uh, so you were charming. I don't know. You've always been charming. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know Absolutely why. I, I like you to are. think I was a good coach. Yeah, you well, move well and charming. Yeah. Well, you have to be the. You have to be either a great coach or or show potential beyond. But I also That's know what that it is. man, you have to there's be able to no show potential. Yeah. Everyone on the team. Yeah. Is charming. Oh my as, gosh. I mean, you ooh. ever come to those trainer summits? It's 
it's so intimidating to be around all these people that are just freaking amazing at being people. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. So, uh, but amazing yeah. people at being people. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yes. They're all just yeah. freaking real and they give a crap. You're like, oh. you know, I was talking with a friend about this the other day and there's people you meet who are so freaking nice. It's out of control. And you're like, Hey, they can, something's up. They can't always be like that. <laughs> Those people are not the L1 trainers. Right. There's an equanimity to your charm. There's a sustainability to your charm. You're not just like, oh my. You, you know what I mean? Yes, like you're not totally. just like. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't mind that. No. But it's just, I, I don't want to say it's not sincere, but it's like, hey, um, you kind. Of, if I'm a turtle, you're kind of so charming that you're putting me back in my shell. Yeah. I'm not liking that. You don't yeah. do that. Okay, But good. you're a. Uh, you're, you're like you don't want to be like the sun where i can't look at you yeah yeah you know what i, I mean? mean like maybe that's it um yeah i don't know why it just hit me like that so uh, for some reason i thought maybe like you weren't charming and then like you took your l1 and then you became charming <laughs> but no so so they saw that in you right away you just have that i um you're able I to sh- at that moment they saw you knew how to share give yeah. people information honestly i give a lot of credit to the way my coaching came about obviously it started with the level one yeah i had a background in coaching but i never had coached groups and it is a completely different thing and the fact that my experience of coaching groups was not just thrown into the fire it was i mean i say i i literally got to like be hand holding with becca every day Let's program together. Well, I, this is what I was thinking, Becca. Well, um, that might work, but what if we have this guy come in? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that guy. And we would brainstorm and talk about it. And, oh, this is how I want to do the warm-up. Well, looks like we're going to have 30 people. I don't know if that's going to work. And we would change it up. And as I would coach something and I then realized I didn't know how to do it, we'd talk about it after. How would you have coached that? Well, I always say this. And we would, I mean, it was like I had an unofficial internship under her and she was learning and growing as well but what would we do sitting at our desk jobs we would email each other you know different things from the journal you know she i think had access to the journal before i did and she shared the like subscription with me and we'd both log in under her we would be looking uh make a note of that to check (laughs) katie and becca's uh subscriptions and let's let's get an ip uh, check on that. Anyway, go on. We were, go on. We were starving trainers in, we'll in LA. You have to tell Leaf about right. that next door. I know, right? And like, um, just anything we would find anywhere, sending each other videos and watching things and brainstorming. I have a great idea for this weekend. And I mean, we were total. We were total geeks. We, it was all about the experience of the members coming to our class. Do you guys know that we would like dress up for every single holiday? Like, we would make themed workouts. That's like the Thanksgiving themed workout. This is a Valley. Yes, awesome. but it was like, because we cared so much about them having a good time, you know, we would rename the kettlebell swings at the Christmas workout to like, you know, like the jingle bell swings. We would have them Mm. at Halloween. They were carrying things. It was like, it's the walking dead or what we just. (laughs) So Mike loved you guys. Yeah. That's what builds community. I hope so. I hope so. I don't know. (laughs) Or he was like, these these ladies have taken over my gym. Yeah. That's like the ultimate expression of like giving a fuck. That's yes, how I know? think, yeah, and yes. that's what it was, and and we built a family there. We built, I mean, there are still people who um, are, you know, connected to us, whether they go to Becca's gym now, you know, this is 10 years later or whatever, and they just, they, that connection was made. And I think it's like, that's what I learned first is making connections with people. And, you know, I didn't know how to co- coach the push jerk the best way. You mean, you mean just but. like intimacy with your clients, like... Hi, I'm Katie. Yeah. You're John. And I give a care about how you do today. Okay. Yep. Yep. And and working with someone until they actually improve. And like I said, we didn't have all the tools as coaches, but 
we cared so freaking much. Mm -hmm. And I think that was a big part of it. So much you hear about um, today is like, oh, you should give zero fucks, or that guy's so cool, he gives zero fucks. And I really like it that Mike's, um, what's your name? Matt, that Matt said that, um, giving uh, giving a fuck. Yeah, yeah. we really. It's on point. And I mean, and I feel like Did, those are almost exactly what I heard out of the, you know, the lips of some of our members. They're like, wow, you, you really care. cared. Yeah. Did you ever encourage Kristen to grow out her hair? No. Never? I love it. I always stand next to her and I pet her head. It's the best feeling ever. Have you ever felt it? It's that, have you ever like someone with buzzed hair? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's the best feeling. The, the reason why I say is because Miranda told me that she, I told remember, had, was encouraging her. She's like, I'm encouraging her to grow out her hair. No. Her grow. I've or, seen a picture of Chris when she was a little girl with long hair. Or I think Miranda was suggesting to her that she cut it all off or grow it out. Oh. I, I do want to I do want oh, to I, just feel I do want to touch it. You should next time you uh, see her. Um, I can get her to like purr like a cat if I just spread her head. That's she a, loves that's it. That's a great picture and Becca oh, looks amazing in that she picture. Does. Yeah, she yeah does. what year is that? So Quest for nine, so that was not this past regionals when you were doing the documentary or the one before. The regionals the year prior. So Why is it called Quest for Nine if it was two thousand her ninth year. Oh. Quest for her ninth year. So you were videoing the documentary when her quest for ten. Ten. Yeah. How 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 was she after that? I mean, I don't mean like directly yeah, after that, but no. like how is she in the month after, the weeks after? Well, what I freaking love about her is that she's just a, an athlete and a competitor, and she can't say she didn't miss a beat, but like, you know, Monday is like, it's business as usual. I'm training for the games. I'm just going in a different category. Okay. Yeah. Oh, right, because she did do the Masters. Yeah, yeah. Okay. so and when, when I checked third? in with her multiple times, I was mm -hmm. just like, how are we doing? And it was kind of like, I'm your best friend. I'm checking in with you, not really caring about in terms of where you want to do you want to compete but i everyone was coming to me everyone meaning our close friends like is she going to do masters or is she like throwing in the towel because we know she qualified but is she going to do it and i'm like i'm going to find the right way to ask but another part of me is just like i already know her character and she is the kind of person that she would she's i don't want to say that it would be like an elitist thing to say like, well if i don't make as an individual What's the point? Dan said that. On the I show. know. I know. And I like him. I don't want him to think I'm saying that. But I just. The, Fucking her, Dan. She, <laughs> seriously, Dan. Um, but he's, the way. He's not on the L1 team either. He's not. <laughs> Let's just throw that out there. Right. Right. <laughs> Charming. Uh, he's got some charm. He's got the charm part down. Oh, but I just. I. While I, I did want to ask and respect her you know her process and give her a little bit of time to think it over i already knew i'm like she believes in this community she believes in the sport and she she believes in the program of crossfit she would never do that she would never say like well this one's not good enough for me because she still holds it in such a high regard to have made it that far and out of respect for the other competitors that have went there and um to and as an example to the members at her gym you know i she wouldn't devalue one piece of that and i know you know we're we're here where it's all created right at at hq and we we recognize where a lot of the attention has to be put on the individual competitors at the games but um she never missed a beat she went right back to training that, I, that's I, another great picture of her yeah uh, when is that you look like you're 15 now <laughs> that was <laughs> oh man that was at a barbells for boobs event at valley that could have been 2012 Man, I want to say they we, flew me back down for that. I had moved home and. Well, do you yeah. look you when you look at that? You're like, yeah, man, I look young. I know, right? That was like before I was in the mom role. <laughs> they made me old. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Are you signed up for That's the email crazy. of the day? 
I am. Yeah. You what? Yeah. Wow. Hey, what do you think hey, I like got, stole Becca's? <laughs> just forward it every day. I actually forward it, forward it to me. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, you should forward it to someone who's not signed up. Okay. Are we are we pushing that subscription? Totally. Oh, cool. It's a free <laughs> subscription. Yeah. If you're a CrossFitter. Uh, you know what it is? Is I just look at our YouTube page. We have over a million or two million or whatever it is subscribers. Oh, awesome. I look at our Facebook. We have over a million or two million subscribers yeah. or three million or whatever it is. And the email of the day is nowhere near there. Oh, really? And like I don't use Facebook. Me either. And, yeah. and um, Instagram is cool, but like I go blow by so much stuff. But when sure. the email of the day pops up in my inbox, I can quickly. Take a minute, right? Yes, yeah. I can quickly look through the eight things yeah. or nine things that's been curated for me. Yep. I can be like, okay, I want to see this guy with one arm do this snatch. Yes. And I want to see They'll this. They'll even give you Instagrams to look at, or even sometimes I think Facebooks too. Right. Like, right. See this one thing on right. Instagram. Yeah. I want to watch Rich that. go down the banana slide holding a gun <laughs> while yelling "yeehaw," and <laughs> I want to watch this guy <laughs> do one arm snatch. Every yeah. Wednesday. Right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> so. And it, and it and it or you know new study comes out that proves yes. cancer's uh, mitochondrial oh, disease yeah. and I'm right. like oh what what the fuck I is know. mitochondrial? Oh, one of the <laughs> ones they put up, I was like, I know they're gonna put this up, but uh, my husband Jesse read me one of the studies. He found it on Thanksgiving. I'm like, I just caught myself like pie. Yes, I ate pie on Thanksgiving, and I'm about to sit down and eat it. He's like, oh, I just found this study on PBS about how sugar's linked to cancer since the 1950s and 60s, right? Oh, yeah. And he's like reading it to me. I'm like, could you just wait a yeah. second? Give me like and two I'm hours. Like, oh man, I bet. CrossFit's gonna find not find it, but I bet they're gonna put that up. And sure enough, it was on my email the day the next day or a day after yeah. Thanksgiving. It's perfect. I'm gonna say something just fucking crazy. Uh -oh. Watch out, husband doesn't get pissed. Can I can I see your husband? You know who I you know who I thought your husband was? Who I confused your husband with? Is it his best friend? Who's his best friend? Mark Bell. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's Bell? good. That I didn't even so know they knew <laughs> each other. When you well, said your, that when was you... his best man in our wedding. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you get him confused. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they're both really big guys. And... I'm not in there. Um, yeah, but their facial hair is. So I'm not in there. That's what you go off of. Uh, I'm, I'm not like. World. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not like directly in their world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like Instagram's always telling me I should fucking love these guys, but I don't. Happened. But I don't always get to them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if I go to my um, search, like they're there. Totally. Um, and and I occasionally will like spend more time with them, but you know we're, yeah. I'm busy with my own shit, and sure. and so I just assumed they get, that yeah. they were the same. Well, they're best guy. friends. <laughs> they work together a lot back in the day. Um, is Mark married? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> and okay. his wife Andy is a close friend of mine. But he's even said to me sometimes people have gone up to him and said like your wife's Katie Hogan. He's just like no, that's my best friend. But not a lot. But um, yeah, no, it's I think because their names have gotten sometimes put out there together but yeah i know so we're clarifying this shit right yeah, now jesse yeah. burdick you heard it here first yesterday in the comments um someone commented um marsden looks like he's put on some weight oh. but that's oh, not yeah. marsden that's what they're saying <laughs> not at all that's why i'm wearing a sweatshirt marsden, today you do look a lot different Good. i don't know who it is it's been going on for years and it's legit like they really think so and what's funny is um he's lighter than marsden Right? Yeah, yeah eight say, pounds I'm, at yeah. least. Just so anyone knows, like if you're looking at Matt and you think he's chunky, we you can come over here and work out and take his shirt off and you'll see like stomach muscles oh, and small. shit. That's such a nice thing well, to say. Well it's just oh. fucking crazy that anyone <laughs> would stomach think muscles and everything. Yeah, it's just crazy that <laughs> But you you're a fatter version of Marsden. Yes, I am a fatter version of Marsden. But I just love it's just <laughs> well, the camera adds, you know, ten pounds. Yeah, it does. There's a lot of cameras. Hey, fix that angle, Eric. <laughs> Please. All right, so I think I think we were going to talk about your kids, and and you were going to say, well, they're not. You didn't birth these kids. I didn't. They're Jesse's kids, and you married him, and you've yes. taken them on with such an extreme that you even give a fuck about their schooling. <laughs> That's right, I do. And healthcare. 
<laughs> and their healthcare. What movie? Yeah. Is that a roller coaster or a movie theater? No, a movie theater. Yeah, <laughs> Finding Dory. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, that this, still plays in the theater? No, what? this was a long time ago. This is was it, like over yeah, a year ago. Yeah, 2016. Over a year ago. Uh, my son loves Finding Dory. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they really enjoy that I one. talk way <laughs> That's awesome. Well, see, now that now what's great is the girls are right at this Cut age. Cut that part out that I did that. <laughs> they're 10, so you've got a little ways to go before this. So they're they're right at the age where we can still watch Finding Dory and trolls and like love it and crack up but i can also take them to wonder woman and justice league and they're totally into it how is justice league how is league was good it was good okay it was good i haven't seen it yet i've heard both i've heard it's great and i've heard it's complete shit oh i really liked it i haven't seen it but i'm also pretty easy to please like i don't i mean i was a fan of wonder woman then i heard people like well yeah well all these things and i was like well yeah but it's so entertaining like i didn't go to it for like realism some people think my wife was in both of those so i'm a fan (laughs) good point (laughs) well said well said does jesse have a podcast no he doesn't no but mark bell does mark bell does yeah okay and i think i saw you on his podcast yeah i've been on it before okay and maybe that's where i made the connection that that you're on your husband's podcast right okay but i'm not uh, <laughs> I have a I have a friend who's, and you might know him too. His name's Travis Bajant. Oh yeah. Do you know sure. Travis? Yeah. Okay. And Travis. Him and Jesse are buddies for sure. Oh, they are. Okay. Yeah. yeah that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> and into 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 strength, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, maximizing, you know, the strength out of a human being. Totally. Um, he told me that there are two kinds of vacations. There are vacations that are too long, and there are vacations that are too short. But there isn't a perfect vacation. And that the vacation you want is a vacation that's too short. Right. And so I feel like we get a lot of complaints on the show that the show is too short. Like, oh, fuck, you got, you know, you, I want to. even want to Yes. So I think this is a good place to, I think that. Leave I, him on a cliffhanger. Yeah, I want to get DM saying. <laughs> oh, wow, you cut me off guard there. I, I know, right? I'm, I'm like, I, I'm like on edge. I think I want people to say, hey, hey, bring, bring Katie um, oh, Burbeck. Be super <laughs> Burbeck. No, don't, don't, Jesse Burdick. Bring Katie Burdick. I mean, he. Wait a second. Let me let me defend myself here. He has a a a, a name that you can't know his last name unless you say his first name. Like we have a guy here named uh, Jonathan Haynes. I never just call him. Oh yeah, there are are people who yeah, their first and last. So to me, it's Jesse Jesse Burdick. So I I just tried to go with the last name. I threw myself off. So I need to be like Jesse Burdick, Katie Burdick. There you go. Yeah. So next time you come on, maybe be Katie Burdick. Okay. We'll see if you've gone. You know the. Do you have a ring? Oh, damn. I didn't get my wife a ring. What? You didn't? No. Well, so this is the engagement ring, but then I basically demanded the wedding band last year for Christmas. Oh, there you <laughs> go. Because we didn't have it at the wedding. I was like, here's the one I want. It's at this store. They have it on hold. <laughs> He's like, fine. I was Does, like, what are you going to get me for Christmas this year? Another ring. <laughs> I think if he gets you that, that's like three yeah, Christmases. Right? I know. Um, does, did he ride his motorcycle to the store and get it? No, he doesn't ride a motorcycle. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and you keep opening up with these things. I'm really interested in where they're going. Um, I've had some other things I wanted to talk to you about. Um, uh, all, all selfish things, but I got in the email, email of the day. Okay. Um, I wanted to talk to you about our bathrooms here. Uh, I guess... I guess, huh. I, guess I, have, I have one thing I wanted to ask. Okay, go ahead. When did you switch from the kind of side ponytail <gasps> to straight up? Right about when I was trying to get my hair wedding ready, and my hairdresser was like, you can't keep wearing it in the same spot. It's okay. all the hair breakage. But because I still try to scoot it back over there sometimes. Okay, I was going to say, you were like the original side pony before yeah, so the, the side, side pony, pony was, was cool something thing. around back in the volleyball days. And mm. then I was like, 
kind of brought it out for CrossFit. A lot of things I brought out from the volleyball days at CrossFit, like short shorts and high oh, socks. Yeah. Oh, well, and shit, like, let's keep going then. Let's talk become, about your shorts. That's kind of been like a thing now in the volleyball or in the uh, CrossFit. I don't know. So that's how I guessed you wore volleyball. Because I remember the yeah. shorts you used to wear. I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, this chick has some fucking balls or she's a fucking, she's yeah. a volleyball player. Like at player. regionals and oh, at yeah. the games in 09, I was literally wearing the my, my you know, college spandex yeah. and college And most, most of the girls were wearing like the Lulu uh, sprinter shorts, those, like, right? Those are like the loose ones, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. That's what everyone was wearing. Or capris, Lulu capris. Yeah. And 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 did did Reebok even make them before you started wearing them? Oh my God, not really. And like I tried to give them so many tips about spandex because I had spent you know eight years of my life wearing shorty short shorts, and mm-hmm. um, I was like, I can tell you where you should and should not put certain seams. Oh and right. I can tell you like how short <laughs> is short enough. And like the first 2011 was the first year they outfitted the games, and I had them hem my shorts shorter because they were just this awkward length and so those were things that over the years they've evolved and they, i think they've come out with a pretty great product now so that i do wear and i wear it because i like it not just because so you were the creator of the booty short in crossfit we'll just say that i mean it's i'd safe to say <laughs> awesome i have yeah. incredible um, uh, go page. back to 09 i'm wearing them but oh so and so wore the famous red shorts in 2008 libby libby DiBiase. also a volleyball oh. player oh and she's wearing the exact same shorts that i was wearing i wore blue she wore and she was your like you said 2008 before me yeah it's the same shorts because we were in college you wear the adidas shorts did you play against her in college no i didn't no. i think she was in the midwest in nebraska and the east uh, west coast sorry red and probably played in nebraska yeah so you're telling me that if you wear a ponytail on the side that it causes more hair breakage no i was just always wearing it in that one spot and so she's like you need to mix it up you need to move it around i, uh, I had no idea <laughs> oh yeah there we go side side it's on this side i had like <laughs> pictures moms would send me of their little girl like wearing it on the same side it was so cute huh. um, awesome i think i'd seen some videos of you with i want to say it was miranda it was you and someone else and miranda was showing how little she is around oh, you Sarah Hopping. She, she, oh yes <laughs> we were yes. at the at the ranch a couple of, a few years ago yeah when when you're in in uh peak athletic shape how yeah. much do you weigh uh, between, well, I would say like around 170. Okay. Yeah. And so the biggest athlete at the games this year, female athlete, I think was Emily Abbott at 165. Okay. Yeah. That sounds about right. I, I would say I was typically one of the heaviest. And you were lean. Mm, yeah. I right? got, I've got, I mean, like I remember you in the booty shorts and you yeah. look lean. Yeah. I think where I tend to like not lean out as much as in the middle. So if I'm really strict on my nutrition, then I can lean down. I think in 2014 at regionals, the leanest I was, was like 163 or 165. Hmm. Yeah. Are you hurting at that light? Well, I did it so that I wouldn't be hurting because that was the first year we saw legless rope climbs. We had a ton of Uh, strict handstand pushups and I was just like, I have to weigh less pounds. Uh So, um, you know, on that weekend, I was eating as I needed to, but up to it, we were doing almost like a bodybuilder diet, you know, protein, carb, alternating with protein, fat and stuff like that. And so I really mm. leaned out and then Castro like sent me a picture like months later, like you're way too skinny. Like sent me a picture. He found somewhere. He's like, you need to eat more. And I was just like, well, you programmed all this body weight. <laughs> like, I had to do it. He's like too skinny. And I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> when you, when you, you, when you see these um, women who weigh like 110 pounds, yeah. 115 pounds, right. um, even less, right? But they're like, how tall are you? 5'9", 5'10"? 5'9", yeah. Okay. So 
does it trip does it trip you out ever like yesterday we were talking on the show there was some guy who's a trainer to victoria's secret models and he said the worst thing that ever happened for women in the world is um crossfit and and he's i know it's fucking insane yeah it was published in a big publication too and he has his arms around two victoria's secret models and I'm like, who are you yeah. as the trainer of Victoria's Secret Models, right. which is a very niche, very uh, <laughs> um, small yeah. portion of the demographic. expression right. of the DNA, of the yeah. human DNA, to say, I mean, the negligence to say that for something that's been so powerful for so many people blows me away. Me too. Um, that being said, is can once a 170-pound, five nine woman yeah. ever win the games i honestly becca's think, big i think I how, think how yes. big is becca by big i mean bigger than me so we're like the same height uh-huh and she is probably closer to like 150 she, oh that yeah. she's that light maybe 155 maybe but okay. yeah she's, she's been getting smaller. lean in the last she's few been years getting a lot yeah. yeah yeah she talked about it when she came on right remember she didn't um tell anybody that she was doing a uh, following a diet I don't remember anything more than three podcasts she back she changes her nutrition a lot and she has yeah she's really yeah. kind of dialed it in over the years um, but yeah I mean I, it sounds about right to me I, I mean at, at 170 all sorts of shit gets crazy right like rope yeah. climbs yeah I'm tons of uh, doing Murph out there. Right. right? Well, for the mm-hmm. longest time, at a certain again skill acquisition, I had was had the mindset that I will not be able to do certain things because of how much I weigh. I cannot do strict muscle ups. Like even right now, I think I'm at like 173, but I would say I also have less muscle mass than I had to when I was peak training, and I can still do strict muscle ups. You know, I can still do strict handstand push ups, legless rope climbs, etc. Not at the caliber that the games athletes can do them but i had a mindset that if i if i weigh over 170 i will not do these things and that's just not true crazy and so i do get a lot of con- uh, contact from um on facebook or on instagram from other women that are out there that are they're like hey i hate to say it like this but i'm, I'm a kind of a bigger female and i'm reaching out to you because i see you in that in our community as one of the bigger girls meaning taller longer limbs but meaning heavier right and can i will i be able to do these things and you know do i need to lose 50 pounds and that's where i'm like i think we can continue to push the boundaries on just maybe not not even the competition side where you can see girls that are weighing close to 200 pounds able to do handstand push-ups because right. why not yeah. i mean i literally got to the point where i was like why don't i just get stronger and in these movements and learn how to do them with proper technique instead of trying to cut down to 155 mm. that being said yeah in all honesty at 59 you're yeah. 170 most women who are 59 yeah. don't have your genetics true yours you are an outlier yeah. Wouldn't I you say? Definitely have a lot of muscle. And like girls will be like, well, I just want to get your legs like that. I'm like, well, that's what my parents like created. <laughs> I mean, good luck. And so women who, if you're 170 and you're like, well, I'm ha- healthy because Katie Hogan's healthy. Right. No, Katie Hogan has a very strict diet. Right. Katie Hogan's sugar levels are very low. Right. Katie Hogan has um, equanimity and a hormone balance that's balanced. Katie Hogan's going to live a really long life. Her, she's genetically. Her DNA is representing five nine one seventy. Right. Like I'm five five and yeah. I'm a guy and and I if I'm one seventy I'm, it's a lot for me. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. I feel like ass. I'm moody. Right. You know what I mean. And totally. so it's like, um, it has nothing to do with the weight. 
Exactly. It has to do with stuff that we're not going to get into here. They can come see you at the L1 and you'll tell them all the fuck about it, right? In the yeah. two-day course. Yeah. But um, Yeah, you're right. But but there aren't a lot of women who will be healthy at 5'9 and 170. Is that fair to say? That's true. I mean, yeah. Or And we're talking healthy in the sense of like... Let's and that's why those specific. numbers don't mean shit. That's why those numbers don't mean that's shit. That's the thing. Like, right. let's get into the specifics ah, of like so what... What is their work capacity right. compared to mine if right. we're talking health, right? right. So like right. maybe their health markers aren't necessarily um, in a sick range, but can they accomplish the tasks that I'm accomplishing? Maybe not. What is your fastest mile uh, in your life? Ever? Yeah. Oh, um, I've never gotten sub six. But no I've way. Gotten, I've used never to run marathons. I ran a marathon okay, and I didn't run it, to <laughs> run it to win. I think my fastest ever has been in the like six twenties and I wasn't a CrossFit games athlete. Like That's that was when good. I was younger. Yeah. Brothers, sisters, two brothers. Are they, uh, do they do CrossFit? Yeah. Uh, my younger brother does. He kind of trains his friends at into it in Silicon Valley. One of those tech companies. Is your brother rich? Oh yeah. He probably, I don't know. He makes <laughs> a lot of money and into it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right, Katie, thank you. Thank you. Hey, You're thanks. awesome. Thanks, guys. Did it bother you that there wasn't an intro? No. Okay, good. Should well, it shouldn't have. bother anyone on the show. That's unfair. Should I apologize have. to anyone who thinks we should have an intro. I took advantage of you. What, like a song or something? And I, it catches me off guard every <laughs> oh, time because I'm like, oh, maybe he's going to do it this time. And then I'm like, no, of course he's not going to. Some people want an intro. Sayonara. And Eric. an outro. But I want you to watch this. I want you to think that you are eavesdropping on our on conversation. conversation. Yes. I think that that's how it translates.